I'm excited to be joined in the studio by my friend Jim Ott, former state legislator, meteorologist, longtime meteorologist on Channel 4 and on WTMJ Radio. Jim, thank you so much for being with us. John, great to be with you. And uh, as I say, your show is sounding great as always. I'm still a listener, so we'll continue to be. I appreciate you saying that. So you have a really cool project coming up that I want to ask you about in just a moment. But first, I want to ask you about uh, Election Day. Just a couple things in particular. Three referendum were passed. A couple of them, many people say, will lead to judges and courts having more tools to keep our roads safer and our communities safer. Uh, what's your take on what happened on those issues on Election Day? Well, as you know, um, while I was in the legislature, personally, one of the, probably the biggest item I was in, involved with was the drunk driving issue and safer roads. And I know you did a lot on the air on that issue yeah. over the years as well, John. Um, and basically... You know, I, I introduced and got a lot of legislation passed to toughen up our drunk driving laws. But obviously, there's some, some issues in the courts, you know, with the, the bail issue, for example. Uh, and, and I think those referendums that were passed, I'm really glad they passed. Uh, they passed with overwhelming support. I think that, you know, one more tool in the toolkit, so to speak, to keep our roads safe. And my, my thought always was with the tougher penalties for drunk driving, it was not necessarily to lock more people up it, it was more a matter of deterrence you know you make the penalties higher there's some people will change their behaviors and, and to the, the extent that people do the roads are safer obviously there's some cases where people continue to reoffend and reoffend and and maybe the only only thing left to do in, in those cases is take the car away and incarcerate them for a time get them off the roads because they're not going to be crashing into someone you're right, Jim. None of these things by themselves will completely solve the problem. But you did a lot of really hard work, and it was heavy lifting, the coalitions you had to build to get things passed. And you got things passed and got things done. What do you think of those measures that you worked on will be the, your greatest legacy when it comes to making our roads safer and making it tougher for drunk drivers? And it, it's hard to evaluate, John, if you're talking about the deterrent issue. I mean, you can look at the books and say, you know, now the penalty for fourth and fifth offense is this, and it used to be, it used to yeah. be less. You can do that. But to the extent that there's a deterrent effect that maybe not as many people are driving impaired or driving drunk, I think that that's hard to evaluate. But that's that's something that you have to you know, work at, and I think we have to continue working at that. Uh, one of the things I, I will say is, as far as, you know, one of the most meaningful things I did in the legislature, and a lot of the really meaningful things weren't necessarily involved in legislation, but I got to know a lot of the family members who had lost loved ones to drunk drivers. And, uh, you know, just a tragedy. I, I, don't, I don't care what your political leanings are. You ought to expect to go out on the road if you're, you're going to work or going to a grocery store, that you're going to get there and get home safely and not have somebody crash into your running stop sign or or uh, you know crossing the center line but in in getting to know these family members um, I would get them to come to Madison and testify on these bills and they had a chance to actually speak to people who could do something about the drunk driving issue and and they were instrumental in, in helping these bills get through the committees and and to the full houses of the legislature and get passed and um, you know obviously nothing can ever really take away their pain but certainly uh, I appreciate their efforts at helping to make the roads safe for others oh, and I appreciate the work that you did I'm really excited about something that you've kind of come across again and you want to share with people you did a segment on the radio where you would talk through weather around different areas of the country, and you explain it. What did you and Gordon Hinckley do, and what are you hoping to do now to keep that alive? For me, working with Gordon on the air was really 
really exciting. One thing, Gordon always enjoyed taking calls from listeners, you know, like the Ask Your Neighbor days. Mm -hmm. Well, he came up with the idea one day um, when I was doing weather reports. He says, well, why don't we do a little segment right before 9 o'clock where we'll take calls from listeners on a Friday morning when people are traveling, and you can give them a quick weather report on where they're traveling to. So I'd go down to the studio with maps all over the, the table and in front of the <laughs> microphone. And uh, one day I said, well, you know, Gordon, as long as we're doing this feature, if we got a little time, why don't, why don't I do a little feature for a couple of minutes talking about some aspect of the weather or the seasons or fishing or something mm -hmm. related to the weather. And I did, I did hundreds of these over the years because every Friday <laughs> morning, we call it the Friday morning weather window. And uh, some of them were, were so enjoyable by listeners that people would call in and ask for a copy of them. Well, these copies have been sitting in my basement for the last As few years. As a script, <laughs> like where you have the paper, right? Right. And uh, I thought, and, and you know, I, I put that together with the fact that, you know, I got a really nice phone for taking pictures now, like yeah. many of us do. Yeah. So I've, I've got hundreds of pictures in my phone of, of nature and, and just the, the different seasons. seasons. Yeah. And I'm thinking to try to put these together in some kind of a book form and call it the Friday weather window or the weather window. So uh, I'm, I'm don't know anything that. about publishing, but the thing is, the the work is largely done. I need a little bit of editing because the spoken word is a little yeah. different from the written word. But uh, that's something that I'm I'm working on now, trying to put these together and and see if I can come up with a way to publish it. And I'm I'm not thinking of doing this to make a profit. I'm thinking of doing it that any proceeds I would contribute to something meaningful. I love that. So proceeds go to charity or some cool organization that's important to Southeast Wisconsin and important to Jim. So I guess I would make the ask, if you know something about publishing, if you can help us out, this is such a cool part of Wisconsin history and WTMJ history. Get in touch with us here so that we can uh, help Jim maybe get some leads on getting this stuff published. How cool would it be to have one of these books on our coffee table? I mean, oh that's goodness, a cool yes. idea. Yes, absolutely. And then that's, you know, there's there's not going to be a lot of verbiage. It's going to be yeah. um, basically a little, you know, things that I did on the radio and then connect it with a bunch of photos that would relate to that that story or that you know that season or whatever i happen to be talking about if you can help us out hit my email it's john.merk here at wtmj.com my friend jim out it's always good to catch up thank you so much jim well you're welcome john thank you so much and keep up the great work